Welcome to Coffee Talk Live with Jamie Premack Sullivan. Coffee Talk Live is an extension of my daily digital series, Coffee Talk. It's a real, open, and honest weekly conversation about life, love, and learning about oneself. This is Coffee Talk Live with Jamie Premack Sullivan. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Coffee Talk Live. I am, as always, your host, Jamie Premack Sullivan, joined by Taylor Tay-Tay. Say hi, Tay-Tay. Hello. Um, so when Taylor and I were talking about what we wanted to talk about this week, I said, you know what, let's talk about some of the stuff going on in the news because I feel like we need a break from some of the heavier. I mean, I know everybody tunes in because they love the sort of coffee talk feel, but honestly, maybe it's me who needs a break. I don't know. I just, we've been an edit for Living Legends with <clears throat> Lionel Richie for the last three weeks and <laughs> finally locked it. I mean, I just need like a minute of <laughs> And my shoulders hurt. It's like one of those days, you know, where everything hurts. You're so thankful it's Friday. Like, you just need a minute. So today I'm taking a knee. And instead of talking about something serious, I'm going to talk about nonsense, like the news. Sounds great to me. Um, so first of all, um, do you remember seeing the young boy who started... Um, the fire or was standing by the fire outside the deplorable in yes. D.C. And they were like, what's your name? And he was like, Connor. And they were like, what are you doing? He was like, I, we didn't start the fire. And they were like, we think you did, okay. Billy Joel. Um, turns out that that is actually the stepson, not legally, but for all intents and purposes, of Drew Carey. Mm-hmm. And people are just roasting this kid. Like... I mean, I feel and have always felt that kids should be off limits. I remember back in the day when Bill Clinton first became president and like the pictures of um, uh, Chelsea Clinton Mm -hmm. were starting to pop up and people were just dogging her. I was like her age, a little older, but Mm -hmm. I remember thinking, geez, what would they say about me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, The same thing's been said about Barron Trump as of late. Right. Yeah. As far well, as I haven't like, really seen what people said. I think someone said he looked like he was going to climb a clock tower and like. Yeah. It's people. like I think kids like, should be yeah, off limits. Like, they didn't ask for this. Chelsea, I, I mean, honestly, yeah. are you are you like in heaven tugging on God's robe, going, send me to those mm-hmm. two. I want I want those two people yeah. to be my parents. No, I certainly wasn't like I didn't look down and see my mom and go her please her. <laughs> I want the woman who talks with her mouth. I want the woman who chews with her mouth open. That lady, please. Pick her. But you love her. But I love her. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, Baron didn't look down yeah. at Melania and, and, and Donald and go, yep, those two, those are my winners. Yeah. Pick, you know, you, you get what you get and yeah. you don't pitch a fit. Okay? And with parents and Baron ice cream. didn't ask his dad to run for president. No. And, and he, you know what I mean? Neither did he's Chelsea. Just, he's just, yeah. Neither one of them. They're just along. They were and along by the way, for the, the ride. The Bush kids got it, and yeah. Sasha and Malia got it bad. bad. Really I mean, did. people were ruthless they when really those were. two girls came into the White House. I just think, in general, kids should sort of be mm. left alone. Now, I think it's funny. What I think is funny <laughs> about the video is this young man's confidence in his behavior. Because yeah. I would be terrified. I'd be like, "Oh snap." It's the police. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I did. It's the reporter. And basically my mom's going to see what I'm doing. This kid was like, they were like, we didn't start the fire. And he he was like, I did. He does not care at all. He had zero fucks to give. And I was like, okay, boy. 
And and people were like, you know, Drew should do all these horrible things to him. And it's like, look, at the end of the day, you may not like the kid's political stance. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm amazed that at 11 he has one. Because For real, at 11, at, yeah. I was lived, grew up in like the Reagan Carter. <laughs> oh, I didn't Lord. have a clue what was going on yeah. in regards to politics. I was too busy watching Billy Idol go, I want my MTV. Yeah, it's like that at 11, like, I was like playing with Legos. Mm-hmm. Like. Didn't even know what a, didn't even know what a president. president was. Right. I was like, what? so I just think it's funny that so many people are talking about it, mm-hmm. and like then there's like half the world that's like, this kid is my hero, and the other half is like, this kid's a deplorable like piece of junk shit, and he should be like shipped off to Mexico. And I'm like, mm, he's from California. Yeah. Um, about anyway, that. about that. About that. About um, shipping people off. Oh, can we talk? Okay. So, <laughs> so I okay. Hold on. <laughs> She's about to go. I ju- no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm legit not. I do think that the irony, and this, again, this is not, hey, come back. This is not even political. I just think this is smarts or not smarts, okay? Okay. All right. If you, anybody, anyone, Trump, Clinton, Obama, Reagan, Carter, Washington, Lincoln, anyone. Going all the way back. I'll take it back to the beginning, brother. If you are going to come out and say that you are going to go after illegal voters, anyone registered in more than one state, which is illegal, wouldn't you search your own people like really thoroughly? Before you said it, like, why would you go out and be like, I'm going after anyone who's illegally voted. And if you're registered in more than one state, you're going down. And then they're like, uh, your son-in-law's registered more than one. Okay, except for him, uh, your your guy, uh, whatever position Isn't Bannon it, is. Um, Bannon. Tiffany Trump, too? Uh, your daughter. Uh, except for her. Yeah. Like, right. Wouldn't you think you would just be like, all right, guys, before I go out there and say this. I need raise your hand if you're registered in more than one Let state. Let me know before I, I need say a head count before I go out there, right? You would think. Like I don't want to go outside ever and be like I am speaking out against kids who don't wear underwear. You're dirty little rotten scoundrels because 100% Charlie's not wearing underwear. She lies to me every day. Did you put on underwear? Yes. Then I get her undressed at night to put her in the shower. I'm like, "Where are your underwear?" She's like, "I didn't wear any." Like, you bold <laughs> face lie to me. She does. Bold face. You tell saw it. Tell him, tell him, okay. tell him. So Taylor and I are working on the Lionel Richie thing. Actually, we were working on something for John 316. And Charlie was supposed to be doing her homework. So she comes in with the piece of paper and she's like, Mom, I'm done. is this right? And I look at it and I go, no, this is not right, Charlie. And then I go, Charlie, did you even try? And like dead face, smiles, dead ass, smile smiles. at her. She went, no. This is what I deal with, people. <laughs> she, she did not care at all. At all. At all. Zero fucks given Charlie Cracking Sullivan. Cracking me up. I like how she just goes commando. Oh, she thinks an underwear are so useless. <laughs> You're just going to pee, pee in them anyway, so why wear them? <laughs> Literally. Um, wow. Okay, so... Mm-mm-mm. Um, let's see. What else are people talking about? Okay, Misha Barton. 
I, you know what? <laughs> I no, I love Misha Barton. Come on, listen. Really? I was an OC fan. Yes. What? Okay. Yes. Well, I'll be honest with you. I, when I saw her on Dancing with the Stars, it was like the most painful thing I've ever seen. Like she didn't come off well. Listen. You I, know which what? I know that was TV. I'm just saying. I was on not. Jersey Bell. I may not have come off well. You I think I came, actually I came, came off the exact same you appear in person. I think I came off as an outspoken, brash Jersey girl trying to survive below the Mason Dixon. Wow, well, I wonder who came sure. up with that concept. <laughs> just not sure that that was accurate. I think. All right. So, Misha Barton, for those of you who don't know who she is, she played Marissa Cooper in the. TV series The OC from 2003 to 2007. Uh, this week, she was seen hanging over her backyard fence same. at her West Hollywood home wearing only a shirt and tie because same. <laughs> because same. Um, and she was screaming something about the world is shattering. Now, I feel like a lot of people are doing that right now. So like, okay, I, I, I understand. Like, I don't, I'm just saying, like, I think a lot of people think the apocalypse is, apocalypse is coming. I do not, but I think a lot of people do. Um, Some people like really believe that. No, they're waiting for the trumpets. They're like, yeah. this is coming. The trumpets like, will sound That's any why there's second. a whole TV show about doomsday preppers. Okay. So apparently... Um, she was also saying something about Ziggy Stardust, the dog, and <laughs> she was telling everyone her mom it's was funny. a witch. Okay. <laughs> then she fell off the fence. Humpty Dumpty. And she said, oh my God, it's over. I feel it and it's angry. Now, I'm not sure what she was talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop what? laughing at her, Taylor. I can't help it. That's, okay. Would you say it in the way you're saying it? It sounds very um, concerning. I'll put it that So way. law enforcement showed up. And they said that she voluntarily went to a local hospital for a psychiatric evaluation. Um, but here's the thing. Um, this is not the first time that Misha Barton has been taken to the hospital for a psychiatric evaluation and treatment. She was arrested in 2007 for a DUI in possession of marijuana. Same. Where, <laughs> just kidding. Where uh, she was placed on an involuntary psychiatric hold for two weeks um, in 2009. Um, a 5150 is what I don't know if you're like what Brittany was placed mm -hmm. under and also Lindsay Lohan mm -hmm. um, and <coughs> excuse me she said in 2013 in an interview with People Magazine she described that experience as a full on breakdown and the most terrifying um, time of her life so I mean I hope she's not like having a breakdown like now, I mean, because that's not like, that's not fun. I mean, I'm not saying I've had one. I'm just saying like I can imagine well, going through that is not fun. And first of all, I, those of you who don't know, Misha Barton was also the girl in Sixth Sense, who was under the bed, the one that was puking, like her mom was poisoning her. I don't remember. Do you remember? That. Do, do you remember the movie The Sixth Sense? Yeah, I, I see that. dead people. Yeah, remember the girl that came to him, the ghost, the girl that was sick that was her, her? her mom was poisoning her and she would throw up yeah and then she died remember yeah, and yeah, he yeah. went into her room and she grabbed his leg from under the yeah, bed yeah. that's misha barton she huh. was a great actress when she was young yeah um most people probably don't know she's british totally random fact yeah she's british i know see you didn't know what? um yep british are you are you, okay, are you sure? 100%. When she was on Dancing with the Stars, she did not sound She's British. British. She's 100% British. Look it up. Real talk. it right now. Okay. Um, and 
here's the thing. Also, Misha was very skinny on the OC, and a lot of people would say she, she was, was too skinny, she looked sick. So she tried to gain some weight, and then she ended up gaining a lot of weight, and people called her fat and made fun of her. And, you know, when you're young and you're in the spotlight, even when you're not in the spotlight, when you're young and people are constantly harping on you, it is enough to make you crazy. So I have to say, I actually really enjoy Misha Barton. I'm sad for what's happening to her. Um, it makes me sad. I need people to be nice. Like, just be nice. Um, all right. So I don't typically talk about Bravo stuff <laughs> because it means absolutely nothing to me. I, I, not, it's not a, it's not a, I'm not a hater. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't have time in my life to watch it. It's not like the only show that I'm obsessed with is House of Cards. And I cannot believe we have to wait till May 30th. It makes me miserable. But it was announced today that Heather Dubrow, is that her name? Yes, Heather Dubrow. Thank you. Um, Will be leaving the Real Housewives of Orange County. Um, Apparently, she says, uh, after a lot of thought, careful thought and deliberation, I have decided not to return to Real Housewives of Orange County this season. I could totally dissect this entire statement, both as a publicist and someone who also <laughs> left Bravo. Um, these past five years have been an incredible journey, and I am so proud to have been part of such an iconic piece of pop culture. I am so grateful to Bravo and the whole NBC Universal family for all of the incredible experiences and opportunities that the show has afforded me and my family. However, at this point in my life, I've decided to go in another direction and do what's best for my family and career. Um, career. Okay. Should I change my mind? Stop. No, no, no. Okay. What does she do? What's her career? She she actually was an actress before, and she actually was in a TV show with Jenny McCarthy. Okay. I mean, mean, I'm not saying it was like a major hit, but I mean, she actually has acted some, so I will give her that. I actually, I liked Heather on... Okay, I'm not hating on her. I've never seen it. I know. I I don't hate on her. I know. I mean, I I thought I thought she was good Um, on the show, but I kind of like what she did here. Here's the publicist in me. Should I change my mind? I thank Andy Cohen, Evolution, and Bravo for telling me the door is always open. Hence, should I go out and try to do something with my career and it doesn't work? Thank you for reminding me I can always come back to Real Housewives Mm -hmm. of Orange County, which, by the way, she should be able to because she helped grow that franchise. Um, I'm actually going to – I don't know. I thought she was – she brought kind of like a a more of a a class to the show – than some of the others have done in the past, just with how she acted, how she wouldn't she what she wasn't gonna like do on camera and stuff. So, you I mean they they even called her like fancy pants on the show because she would like not be as ratchet as all the other ones. Um, and so I don't know. I'm gonna miss her. I, I liked her. Well, I think also. Um. Also. They need to bring Nini back to Atlanta. Nini doesn't. Well, I'm I not saying Nini. she needs it. She doesn't. She doesn't need it. But the thing is, it needs her. Well, I know, but you can't force somebody to be on a show. I mean, you can't. But I don't know. It's just I haven't even like. It used to be like one of my favorites, just because of like her one-liners and things she would say. And I haven't even watched. It. I watched like one episode this season. It's like not. It's like not interesting, and they brought Sheree back, and I like Sheree, but Nini Who and Sheree. Who is Sheree? She was on the first four seasons, and then she left, and they brought her back for season eight in a recurring capacity, and then she was officially back in this season. 
Okay, lot. so let's talk about the New Edition story. There was a three-part miniseries on BET about New Edition. Now, I got to tell you, I grew up and loved me some New Edition. Mr. Telephone Man, there's something wrong with my line. When I dial my baby's number, I get a click every time. Because she don't want to talk to you, Bobby. She want to talk to you. Tenderoni. Mm. I Love. wish. I really do wish I knew what you were talking about. You don't know who <laughs> New Edition is? I know of the name. I know nothing as far as what they sing. I mean, the members of New Edition, I can't even I'm comment fired. on that, included Ricky Bell, Michael Bivens, Ronnie DeVoe, Johnny Gill, Ralph Transvan, and Bobby Brown. Now, and then three members of New Edition formed BBD, Bell Biv DeVoe, no, who I sung Poison. Who so Ricky yeah. Bell... Uh, Michael Bivens and Ronnie DeVoe were BVD, which were great. Um, and supposedly, the the group sold 30 million records in sales worldwide. Just a uh, comparison. Lionel Richie sold over 100 million, but we've well, been saying. so deep into Lionel Richie's career. That's what she said, and I'm trying to get Stop. there. I'm trying to get there. I'm not Stop. even gonna lie. Um, I can't. So. Literally, critics are raving about this, which I think is a big deal because a lot of these like biopics and stuff, like people kind of clown them, these like lifetime Britney Spears stories and like stuff oh my like gosh. that. I mean, I know you're very excited. No, I'm not. Oh, you're not? No. What's that? What do you mean? Why? Because it's like a low budget, un- unauthorized version of Britney's life. And like. I mean, we, Britney's life literally like played out in front of. I mean, I get that, but like. I don't know. Like, if you're gonna do it, wouldn't you think it needs to be something? It's like it just looks like. But have you seen the picture of what's what's supposed to be in sync? Look it up. You will gag. Gag. Okay. So, a couple of things we need to talk about. First of all, Mary Tyler Moore died. Oh my gosh! And I'm so sad. I was sad. Well, I was sad too because this is why we're doing Living Legends. Yes. Taylor and I were just making the list of people that we were going to do um living legends for and mary tyler moore was actually on our list mm-hmm. and we got that from when we did the betty white one and it's just crazy that um she died at 80 like so suddenly um i started like right after christmas i got on my hulu one night and i was like i started watching the mary tyler moore show and they had the first three seasons and i've been like watching it up until now and I'm like in the third season and I was like I've been so into it it's like I go home and I watch it every night it makes me feel better and like the fact that she just I was just so up in and into the show and then to hear that she died I was just like so sad I just loved her um but they did do a really good reunion on Hot in Cleveland a few years ago with all of the women and it was very good so I'm glad they did that she, first of all, she married her third husband, who was with her at the time that she mm-hmm. died. She was with him for 33 years. He was 15 years younger than her. And I just want to say to that, you get yourself a tenderoni girl. <laughs> what you is do. a tenderoni? It's like a young, oh. young cutie. Um, I can't say that, because if so, that'd be juvenile. Well, right, because you're, you're a tenderoni. <laughs> um, and you know she had one son who mm-hmm. passed away. Um, she had type one. Whoa, 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 whoa. She had type one diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I didn't realize like all of the like personal, you know, heartache and health problems she had had. I never realized that until I was reading a lot about her. <clears throat> and I don't know, she was just very funny. I thought I, th- I thought she was funny. And then Ed Asner tweeted something about it. What did he say? He I let's see what did he say? He said and I quote um, a great lady I loved and owe so much to has left us. I will miss her. I will never be able to repay her for the blessings she gave me. Yeah, I mean, do you remember when Oprah, when they brought Mary yes, Tyler Moore I've watched that video like seven times. And she lost, lost it. When they let her recreate the opening to the Mary Tyler Moore oh show. God. And then legit Oprah lost her mind and started crying. Like, that would have been me because, like, I love it. Um, so also there are some reports that came out that um, Judy Garland, who you may or may not know, played my favorite. Um, uh, oh my God, what was her name in The Wizard of Oz, please? Dorothy. Thank you. Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, and she sings somewhere. Like if you don't know who Judy Garland is, I'm sorry. She's Liza Minnelli's mother. <laughs> <coughs> well, she is. That's true. Um, she came up around the same time that Marilyn Monroe did. And um, in her third husband, Sid Luff's memoir, which he'd never called Judy and I, he never finished it because he died. But there's an excerpt in that talks about a, a, a friendship between Marilyn Monroe and Judy Garland. Um, and that... I've seen some quote that Judy said about Marilyn after she passed. What do you mean? Um, just that that Marilyn seemed to be like a sad person or something like that. I might not quoting this correctly, but I've seen a quote that Judy said about. Well, her. here's what Judy says: that she went to a Hollywood party one night. That's that's it. And Marilyn Monroe followed her from room mm-hmm. to room, and she said, "I don't want to get too far away from you. I'm scared." And Judy said, "We're all scared. I'm scared too." And Marilyn said, if we could just talk, I know you'd understand. And Judy said, maybe I would. If you're scared, call me and come over and we can talk about it. But they never did. And Garland said, the beautiful girl was frightened of aloneness. Mm -hmm. The same thing that I had been afraid of. Like me, she was just trying to do her job, garnish some delightful whipped cream onto some people's lives. But Marilyn and I never got a chance to talk. I had to leave for England and I never saw that sweet, dear girl again. I wish I'd been able to talk to her the night she died. Mm Um, Did you hear that they're moving Judy's body? Why? Uh, Liza's having it moved to somewhere. I re- like literally read that last night. I don't, I don't know why, but having it, she's having it moved like across the country. It was like it was like in New York, and it's having being moved somewhere in California. I don't know. Why. I've lo- always loved Judy Garland. Like you know how some people are, like obsessed with Marilyn. Some people are obsessed with. So and so, Judy was like mine. Like I have like searched for her vinyl records in every used record shop, and I always buy one whenever I can find it. And so, I love Judy. Um, and I read her book. Well, not really her. It was a biography written about her. I mean, I love Judy too. Who doesn't love Judy? Come on. She was so mm. beautiful. Another one plagued with yeah. depression and addiction. And I'm telling you, this business is brutal. One of the things that I did see that was actually really freaking funny to me. For those of you who watched the inauguration or probably even The did, bad lip reading? No. 
<laughs> Kellyanne, what's her name? Conway. Her coat, which was she actually called. created for London, but it's fine because it's red, white, and blue, and I get it. She, she called was... it Trump Revolutionary Wear. Okay. Well, that's whatever she can call mm-hmm. whatever she No, can. I was just saying that's what she called it. Um, so she heard people talking shit about her coat, right? Mm-hmm. And this is how she retaliated against the women in the country who were like, what the hell was that fashion? She said in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, I'm so sorry to have offended the black stretch pants women wearing women of America by wearing a little color. And I thought, hey, now you're talking to me, okay? Because I wear black stretch pants like every day almost. Um... I uh, I thought it was very funny that she called basically the majority of women mm-hmm. in America black stretch pants wearing women. Alrighty. Okie dokie. Moving on. Alrighty. <laughs> what show is that from? Sex in the City. Um, it could be from any show, Jamie. Except that it wasn't. It was legit. From <laughs> Except for it wasn't. Except that it was from. <laughs> Except for um, it was not. So those are pretty much, that's pretty much what's going on in Hollywood right now. Um, <sighs> and I, okay, really quick. Um, I just want to say that I think Prince Harry is so cute. Okay. Do you know who he is? He's a new Prince Harry. Okay, because I'm legit like. Yeah, are you having a moment? Yeah, having a moment. I've never heard this until today, so now I'm like. Tenderoni? It's a song. Look it up. Um, Every time I think of Roni, I think of like beefaroni, and then I get hungry. Beefaroni. Ooh, that was good. Um, what do you think about? This is like so weird, by the way, and random, and like so much. This is how I know that I am, um, that I need a break uh, because I care about this stuff, but I don't really. What do you think about Selena and The Weeknd? Uh, Are you here for it, kind of? Kind of am, actually. Have you heard, speaking of The Weeknd, and this actually has nothing to do with The Weeknd. Okay. <laughs> Have you heard the new Taylor Swift song from Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> no. Is it good? Okay, well, I had a friend and I had a love-hate with it for, like, a week or two, and then I finally gave in and, I like, liked it. I don't want to live it. forever? Yes. It's right here. I don't know if we could play it, though. I don't get it. Hold on. Like, wh- like wh- what is it? Like, how? what are you feeling about it? I don't... I, it was just an unusual... I don't know. Like, it wasn't, like, a usual Taylor Swift song to me, because it was with Zayn. You know who Zayn is? Zane is the guy he was from. One, he was with One Direction. Yeah, he and he off. dated G- Gigi Hadid. Hadid. Yes. Yeah. I'm so I'm so much older than these people. It's painful for me. I don't even know. I could have given birth to all of them. <laughs> Basically, they're all my children. Okay, go ahead. That that show got canceled. What show? All my children. Oh. Um, I don't know. I just, I I guess I was thinking about the song because I finally gave in and started liking it. I don't know why. But I did. Okay. I don't know what I'm even talking about. A lot of about. people said it 
people are not liking it. See, that's, I guess that's, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people don't like it. Why, though? But, like, why are people hating on Taylor or they just don't like the song? People hate on Taylor all the time because, okay, here's something I want to talk about. I just, just struck me, Okay. okay? Whenever something in the world happens, whether it be political or world events, some kind of catastrophic event or whatever, people always look to celebrities to say something. And that gets on my nerves. Like, if Taylor Swift doesn't say something within 48 hours or something, they think she's, like, doesn't care. Why are we looking for celebrities for affirmation from every little thing? Why is it you can't go on with your day unless Taylor Swift releases a statement on a, sh- on a shooting somewhere? Why is that, like, right. that drives me nuts. I don't know why people do that. They do it a lot, though. And I'm like, you're not, like, like why I do you d- care what your yeah. favorite Bravo star feels Why, yeah, exactly. Threat? I don't know. I honestly it drives don't. me nuts because, like, she tweeted something about the Women's March and how, you know, she was, like, proud to be a woman. And someone posted all these, posted a picture thing on Twitter of, like, people like Katy Perry and Miley, and they're, like, at the march. And they're, like, women who practice what they preach. And when, and it, like, yeah, it, 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 it was supposed to be a picture of Taylor, it was, like, a can't find picture, you know? And I was like, really? Like, leave her alone. Like, why is it you looking for affirmation from celebrities? Stop well, it. it's also, some celebrities put their opinion where they don't need it. Speaking of celebrities who can't keep their mouths shut, how about Wendy Williams? She's always after somebody. Listen, she's from Jersey, and I get it. We have big mouths, and like a lot of That's people- not an excuse to be like a horrible person, though. I'm sorry. All right, listen. Paris Jackson was on the cover of Rolling mm-hmm. Stone. Um, as I choke on this banana, <laughs> Wendy couldn't help herself, right? Mm-hmm. Because Wendy's made a career out of talking shit about people. This is why every time they ask me to do one of those shows, I say no. Because how am I supposed to tell my daughters to behave themselves and act right and treat people with kindness and then go on TV and talk shit about people? I mean, come on. Okay? It's exhausting. So she said... Wendy, of Paris's Rolling Stone cover, she said she has not made her mark her on her own. You cannot be on the cover of one of the most prestigious entertainment and influential magazines in the world and just be the daughter of Michael and tell your story inside. Sorry, no. Okay, number one, it was just an interview. Calm yourself. Like, chill. Meanwhile, meanwhile and no shade at all, but Melania Trump is on the cover of Vogue uh, Mexico, right now and is it because she's a model or is it because she's donald's wife i'm guessing because she's donald's wife i don't know maybe she still is a model though i don't know if i literally i don't know i have no idea what that woman does or doesn't do but i'm just saying a lot of people get covers of Mm -hmm. magazines because of their connection to whatever so i don't know why all these flavors out here and wendy picks salty every fucking time i don't know why okay but Paris, the comments got back to Paris, Mm -hmm. which of course they would. And Paris says, uh, at 18, which I think was a very uh, polite response, Wendy seems to think about the family a lot considering she makes all these claims about us. Wonder why we're on her mind so often. I think that was right, okay? Why are you always talking about it? And then, Williams, Wendy also made a comment about Paris's race, okay? Oh my God. Paris identifies as black. Okay. 
We know that Debbie mm-hmm. Rowe is her mom and Debbie's white and Paris obviously has blonde hair and blue eyes and looks white, but she was raised by black people. Mm-hmm. Her brothers and sisters are black. Her aunts and uncles are black. Mm-hmm. Her grandparents are black. Her father was black. If she identifies as black, why do you give a shit? Why do you care? Why do you feel like you have to say something? If I want to identify as a man, a male giraffe, why do you give a shit? Mm-hmm. Okay? I do, so, by the way. Wendy said, I get that she considers herself black and everything, but I'm just talking about the visual because, you know, black is not what you call yourself. It's what the cops see you when they got steel to your neck on the turnpike. It's what they see. But that's cute. Good for her. First of all, take your condescending tone and shove it right up your ass. How about that? So Paris comments back and says, well, she didn't birth me, so... And I, Paris has the best responses. Well, she's just like, listen, she's I'm not like, going to have this fight with you. But my whole thing is this. Why are you going after an 18-year-old girl? Mm-hmm. This kid lost her father. She's trying to figure out who she is. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was 18, a year after my dad died, anyone who came after me got destroyed. So I just don't understand. Like you, It goes, it goes about what you're talking about, about so people like... Yeah, hanging. It bothers me with yeah. the whole like thing. Just- and she ha- she was interviewed because her father was Michael Jackson, one of the most successful musicians to ever grace the earth. That's True why. Story. And it was her first ever like real interview with like a magazine. Okay, there were multiple reasons why she was interviewed, and that's I mean like in the end it was a music magazine because her father was Michael Jackson. The end. Right. And it's like not a big deal. It's literally a magazine interview. Calm yourself. <laughs> and I think that she's had, she's been very public about the, her struggles and things, you know, that she's gone through since he's passed. And I think for someone who continues to want to live, that she's doing a great job. L- leave the girl alone. That's what I think. Leave like, her alone. Leave her alone. She's doing the best she can and she's trying to figure out who she is. And Wendy, honestly, she does not need to be talking about anyone, in my opinion, but. We could get into looks, and I'm not going to do that, but there we go. Right. And I would just like to say to any of the uh, black stretch pants, yoga pants wearing women who are listening to this, I appreciate you. Stretch on, sister. That's it. Stretch on. (laughs) I don't do yoga, but if you do, I love you for it. Um, all right, so we just we just needed a we needed some fluff this week. <laughs> we, we needed to needed go to after, like literally just some fluff. I could not talk about anything serious, not, nothing like. I just needed a break from the whole thing, which I'm sure you guys can appreciate because I eat, sleep, and breathe coffee talk, and I just needed a break. Um, so thank you guys for just listening to this nonsense. We appreciate you and we love you, and hope that you have a beautiful day. Bye.